0: No, McClunky. That's right. (laughs) How are you, Andrew?
1: I'm well, Connor. How are you doing?
0: I've been missing the heck out of you.
1: I well, I know it's been a long time since we've actually been in the same space together.
0: I know, well Uh, over a month. Like well over a month. But I'm I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Happy to be finally able to talk about everything. Yes. And I'm gonna try my best not to shout or scream or anything like that (laughs) or laugh too heartily. Because well, that's usually my mo. You're right, uh, and the reason is, you're.
1: Well, I have a baby now. You
0: have a baby now. <laughs> yes, little boy Sully.
1: Yeah, little Sully decided to arrive early. He heard
0: the uh, uh, Mandalorian was coming out.
1: That's it. He's like, <laughs> I have to get out of here. Yeah, I want to see this. <laughs> and little did we know what was in store for us in the Mandalorian. Oh, I know. In in terms of baby content, but
0: oh my goodness. Well, uh, I mean, like it's just. Now, this is an important question. How do you, a new father, looking down at your baby, feel whenever you see Baby Yoda? Do you see your baby in Yoda, or do you be like, you know, the, the, the ears, though? The ears are just so cute.
1: Well, yes. And, I mean, yes, I see parts of, you know, like, there is this really weird, like, I don't even know what to call it. It's almost like a deja vu experience Yeah, um, where, you know, there is so much of like my current life actually playing out in like the form of baby Yoda
0: <laughs> and the Mando I'm and sure.
1: and the Mando as oh. as a surrogate father. I mean, <laughs> not that I'm a surrogate father.
0: <laughs> Have you had to pull a, a frog out of his mouth yet? Not yet. You're getting there. Yeah. And once it gets to like bath time, I'm sure a, a shifter
1: point. knob. Yes. <laughs> that's fair. But even at that, I figure he can probably pass that. So yeah,
0: that's fair too. <laughs> But might as well start it and I'm gonna start it quietly this time. Utaputa everybody. No, that's too quiet. Utaputa everybody. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Greeter's Shot First. My name's Connor. I'm Andrew. And we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even friggin' related to Star Wars, which today is really just I mean it's a hodgepodge of stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean you know I'm I mean? actually I'm really excited in a sense because it's like we you know, we don't have like a script necessarily, we don't mm-hmm. you know there's just been a lot of stuff obviously that's happened that you know we we have always wanted to talk about. <laughs> I mean genuinely I think I was I was talking to Connor on Tuesday the day that The Mandalorian came out mm-hmm. and you know I said I got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> uh, the bad news is we're not going to be able to record to talk about The Mandalorian. Uh, but so, the good okay. news is is that uh, Sully's coming and we we're really excited.
0: That's a what what what? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah well yeah, it to that end, I mean, not to even, like, harbor on, on your good news and everything like that, but I was having my very last cigarette <laughs> when you told me that.
1: Uh,
0: and I was like, well, this is a perfect occasion to just flick the button, kick the habit, yes, so to speak. Yes, there you go. So for as long as Sully's been alive, I haven't had a cigarette, so.
1: <laughs> and Congratulations to you for that.
0: Thank you. But seriously, uh, congratulations to you and Emily on Sully. I'm, I'm glad that he's, he's healthy. Yes, yeah, and, obviously uh, he
1: did. He- Came a little early, uh, yeah. was like six weeks early, but uh, but uh, you know, all in all, everything has been perfectly healthy, perfectly normal, no real issues.
0: So I feel like what it is is. You always hear those things about parents who, like, you know, when they're going to become parents, like, they're still in the pregnancy stage. They put mm-hmm. the, the microphones on the baby on the belly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're listening to Bach, Mozart, and Beethoven and all this kind of stuff. You, on the other hand, you were just playing the Mandalorian theme the entire time. That's right. You know, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You're just getting it all amped up.
1: Which is a great song.
0: It is a great song. S- oh, my God. It's I love great, it. <laughs> every time it comes on, it's just like the dun dun dun, dun. Do, 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 do. It's it's got such a Western feel to it.
1: Boom, boom.
0: <laughs> it's just everything's so good about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But again, they, there's so much to talk about. I know we kinda wanna go in some kind of order. Yes you know. And this is the honest God's truth. I don't think you and I have really talked Star Wars since
1: Sully's <laughs> been born. No, it's true. I mean I mean we've we certainly and I mean I know we've mentioned this on the pod, yeah. but it's like, you know, we we kinda have a policy in place where it's like we we try to limit our Star Wars conversation to when we're, you know, on the air recording.
0: Basically, I think the the extent of our conversation goes: Have you seen or read this? Mm-hmm. And then, if you say yes, or if I say yes, we're like, good. Don't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs>
1: Put it on the script. We'll talk about it in a couple of days or whenever. And just enjoy it. So. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, I mean, that that's just it. Like for doing this for however you said like we did like 14 15 months so far like we've been doing it non-stop yeah i
1: mean it was like august of 2018 when we started yeah you know we haven't taken more than like a two-week break at any point since yeah
0: and now it's been a whole month and like i really was feeling the jones especially (laughs) because we're not that far away from episode nine coming out it's true that's the crazy part (laughs) you know and it's like And I even said as much to you. It's like, it's hard to believe that, like, what, next Saturday we're Mm going to be going to see it, you and me? Yes. And it's like, oh, my God. It's not even kicking you there. You had Mandalorian come out the Mm -hmm. same week as Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're announcing a whole bunch of other books, too, and stuff like that that got me excited. Yeah, Yeah,
1: the new Thrawn. Uh, well the, Chis, yeah, yeah, the Ascendancy the trilogy. Ascendancy
0: trilogy, which is coming out. There's a new uh not Queen's Shadow, but it's, uh, it's, it's like it's a new
1: follow up to it's it.
0: Follow up to it, which yeah. is exciting. And then a new comic line. There's two new comic lines. I don't know if you at least that I'm aware of.
1: I haven't really kept up too much. I mean uh, I know they're I know they're going to reboot the main Star Wars line.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to take place. So that's actually a third one, if I put it into my order. But okay. I think that's going to take place between 4 and 5. Yeah. Uh, because you've, we've well, already explained It'll explore, be 5 and 6. 5 and 6, sorry. Yeah, we've <laughs> already explored 4 and 5. So episodes 4 and 5. And now we're going to experience everything that's happened between Empire and Jedi. Yes. So that's how it's going to go. Okay, um, and then the other two are The Rise of Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. which is a very... I mean that's that seems like a very pivotal book to get your hands on, especially if you just want to know more about who Kylo Ren is, you know, and mm-hmm. what caused his and fall. How he ticks. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm excited about that. Like, I want to actually see where he came from and like what his upbringing was really like. I mean, we know where he came from, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like what made him into the character that we know now yes and then the only other one i can really bring up is one that i saw a snippet about today and it's bounty hunters oh uh, okay you know nice. it, it's not the best part that i can tell you is it's not focusing on one single bounty hunter it's not focusing on boba fett in other mm. words like it's sure. actually going to be like i think the whole guild or something like that uh-huh. they might be working off of the fame and like the the uh, energy that they got going on right now from the Mandalorian, yeah, to just be like, well, let's just keep this coaster
1: moving, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that, I mean, that was, uh, you know, certainly an an interesting book. Even back in the Expanded Universe, they did Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was kind of, you know, it, it was anthological in nature. Like, there was a chapter about Boss, and a chapter about IG-88, etc. All, like, uh, one-offs. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, so that chapter about IG-88, I mean, that's, that's a lot of why people didn't want him to be the IG unit that was in Mandalorian, I believe. That's, yes. Because there was, there was so much history behind yeah. that character. And they the were like, place. I don't
1: want that. You know, I don't want to have that kind of overwritten, <laughs> if you will. Fair enough. So that's why we got IG11 instead.
0: Well, let's put it this way: I think if, uh... oh man, I don't even know how we want to go about doing like our review of Mandalorian because we <laughs> could have just as easily did episode by episode.
1: Yeah, I know? mean, it, I would love at some point just to like, you know, I mean, I, I've kind of, I think, I think personally i've had fun and enjoyed like doing our film episode reviews
0: oh, yeah that's that's been my i mean to steal from our uh attack of the clones review it's been one of my favorite things my favorite you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yeah but like oh, i would totally honestly. i would totally love to go back through i mean obviously it's not going to be like quite as timely but yeah but maybe some someday down the road after you know we've had a, a little chance to hit the reset button
0: well you, you know what i mean given it because like we know we've we decided that we're going to take some time off yeah. and everything um What if we were to make that like our next big endeavor when season two is going to roll around, Mm -hmm. kind of do a revamp, like a recap, and do all eight episodes leading up to it or something like
1: that? Yeah, that that would work.
0: So we heard it first here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ideation on on the air.
0: (laughs) This is how it works. This is how we make plans. Yes. Most of the time.
1: But anyway, let's just talk Mandalorian right now. Sure. I think, you know, I mean, I think it, our priority it's right. If we're going to give a little rough outline even though as I say we really don't have a script today, <laughs> but you know, I think Mandalorian's like the A number one topic just because sure. I think it's the most salient. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I think we do want to touch on Fallen Order a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit on Resistance Reborn, which was the, yes. the novel that came out.
0: Episode 8.5.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then maybe we'll just kind of round up with just some final thoughts on, like, the new trailers and, and TV spots that we've seen for Rise of Skywalker.
0: Or that have not seen. Or have, at least in yeah. my case. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've, I genuinely have, like, I have not sought out any of them. Like, if they come on when <clears throat> I'm watching a Penguin game or... You just like, look the other way. <laughs> yeah (laughs)
0: all right well so let's start off with this much um first impression out the gate just for the first episode when you saw the ending and i think it's safe to say that everyone knows what the ending of the first episode is now
1: yes and we you know like it's the most salient most memeable thing i've come across in years
0: now can i put out there with a little bit of cocksureness that i kind of called it Oh, yeah? If you go all the way back to when we did our Mandalorian trailer review and everything, right? Uh And we were talking about, like, oh, what's the story going to be like? What's this supposed secret ending and everything like that? Mm -hmm. I do believe, if you check the notes, I said something along the lines of he's going to find a baby Jedi. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I th- Actually, I do recall something along those lines now
0: and, I mean, it, he's not really a Jedi But he does he, have the Force He does have the Force That doesn't make him a Jedi, gang He, no. he, he, he You know, don't, can't thrust these choices even, on him
1: Even if his parents are Yoda and Yaddle Which, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I Well, see, this is the other side of it, too Like, I feel like with us being as, like, hardcore with all the lore and everything that we are and, like, seeing everyone come up with all these, like, theories and relegations and all this kind of stuff, it's like, come on, no. It just, no, it doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense. I will say that Eva, more than um. anybody else, uh, she's pushing for it to be Yoda's love child, <laughs> you know. And I was like, and she's like, I just want that controversy. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, you know, if they could make it work, I wouldn't be mad about it. Because that's usually my go-to thing. Like, if they could make it viable to the universe that they've created. Like if it mm-hmm. can make it so it's believable, then I'm all for it. But for the fact of the matter is, the reason that this ending works so well is because there is that much mystery behind it, not only for non fans, mm-hmm. but us, like the the super nerdy fans. Yeah. It actually gives you that feel of like, where's this gonna go? Yes. You know? So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> give me give me your side.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I agree. It was it was so far to me, it was like so far out of the the realm of like possible predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think um, we we talked about this, uh, and I, like you know, our friend group even. I think, and uh, like I know, like our friend Brandon of Games and App fame. Yeah, although they've they're dealing with baby stuff as well. I know.
0: Congratulations to Andrew, by the way. Yes. I- the to other, other Andrew, to Andrew and, and Ed, Ed, Emily. Other Emily. <laughs> yes, they have a new baby girl. So yes, she's born for them as well. six
1: days after Sully. So congratulations to them.
0: Not bad, man. You guys are like right in there. Yeah.
1: They, they've they met. Uh, Sully and Elise have met.
0: Are they boyfriend and girlfriend yet? N-
1: not until they're in their 30s. <laughs>
0: That's fair. My, <laughs> my sister did that with her one boy. And her friend's little girl—they're—they're they're just soulmates now, and uh-huh. it's basically just—they put them in pictures together. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> so you'll have that look forward to. Yes,
1: but uh, but I think we were talking about it, and like everybody was kind of like saying, "Oh, I think it's going to be this. I think it's going to be that." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, P- like I, I know Brandon was saying, "I think it's going to, you know, it's going to have something to do with Palpatine and how he survived. Most likely." Um, and I was like, oh, "I think it's, I think it's going to be Palpatine adjacent, but I think it's going to be part of Operation Cinder or something like." In that. a way, yeah. And, nope, it is an, an unbelievably adorable <laughs> puppet, fully puppeted, not yes. CGI, none of that crap, Baby Yoda.
0: Well, so, there. I mean, like, it's—I just love it because it's taken the world by storm. Yes. And not to mention, it. like, it was—we we were driving—I um, mean, this was a few weeks ago, like, after Sully was born, I know that, but it was before Thanksgiving— and we were driving on our way down to uh, Georgia and in South Carolina, where my folks live. And Eva called her mom. You know, we were just like to talk in the car while we we're on our way down. <clears throat> and uh, I know Sue and Rex, you listen to this. So I apologize if I make a very poor impersonation of you, Sue. But still, uh, basically, she just goes, have you guys been watching that man, the Larian?" And I really just wanted to be like, um, excuse me, push my glasses up. Yeah. It's Mandalorian. It's, yes. And she's like, I just love that baby Yoda. <laughs> and it's like, her mom... He well, was like, he,
1: actually, <laughs> it's not actually baby Yoda.
0: <laughs> it's just of his species. Yeah. We don't know what the species is. <laughs> but that's just it. Yeah, but no. I, so her mom and her sister, both of who did, like could care less about Star Wars. They're the ones <laughs> who gave me Kylo Ren cereal box. Because it had Star Wars on it, remember? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was just like, they could care less about it. But they watched... This episode, and they watched it with the baby Yoda, and that's all they tune in for now. Yeah, it's like, Let's are you gonna watch baby Yoda featuring in the Mandalorian this week? Like, (laughs) that's basically what their MO is anymore, which makes me excited. Mm -hmm. You know, we finally have something a little bit in common other than just me dating their daughter.
1: Yes, there you go, (laughs) common ground. Yeah, I mean, I I was, I think I told you this, Connor. Like, I was shocked, even Emily, my Emily, Mm -hmm. who's you know, not. Not really a big Star Wars person, and that's fine. I don't love her any different. But like, she even sent me like, and I was like trying to explain to her like what the big reveal was and everything, and why, everything, it, was and why it was such a big deal. Yeah. And like, she didn't really care to listen to it. This would have been you know post Sully world, so she was probably just riding on about thirty minutes of sleep for the last forty eight hours. If
0: I was her, I would have <clears> been throwing <throat> baby sock after baby sock and just saying, "You're a free elf." <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> like, because that's just it, man. It's a, it's a baby Dobby for yeah, all we know. You know, pretty much. But, but yeah.
1: But then, like, eventually, just earlier this week, she sent me a baby Yoda meme.
0: Oh, it's gonna be adorable. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's like she did it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was so proud of her.
0: Well, that's just the other side of it too. Like I said, like her, Eva's family. Like I'm, I'm part of a, a chat uh, with her her and her siblings her two brothers and her one sister and her one sister basically said if there, if there's any other memes on this chat that don't involve baby yoda like <laughs> i will being deleted. Uh, you'll be deleted <laughs> and so that's what i've been doing because i've just been trashing her a whole thing just been putting like every time i find one i just put it in there just yeah. to, like get a re- like a reaction but yeah so i mean even beyond the idea of the baby yoda and like i said just the fact of the matter that it is such a big deal and like let's just lay it out it's a big deal because we don't know anything about his species, right? You know, and that was kind of the way that Lucas wanted it. He wanted the species to be mysterious. He yeah, wanted it to have no past.
1: Yeah, that was absolutely always a Lucas directive. Is like, you know, he's just a timeless entity.
0: Now, I did hear someone refer to their species, and this is the only real reason. I guess it's a little bit of legends lore, mm-hmm. but it's more about just a scientific. Uh, I don't know, designation of the species, Mm -hmm. tridactyls. Okay. And I think it's basically because they have three toes. Yeah. Or something like that. I could go
1: along with that. And three fingers. And
0: three fingers, yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of what, you know, but just for lack of a better term, let's call their species tridactyls. Uh And, uh, you know, we don't know anything about where they come from, where they, you know, how they're so, like, it seems like this is the third one we know of. Yes. And it seems like all of them are, you know, basically that good with the force and stuff like that. Yeah. But here's the other side of it too. Why is there only one right it's a good question and <laughs> to that other side of it you think about it, this little guy he's
1: 50 years old uh-huh. you know and he's still a baby he's
0: still a baby so my theory at least this is a theory that i've heard put around on the internet is the fact that like with the species being the way that they are there's only so many around because they've only been able to protect themselves for so long because uh-huh. you know when you're a baby like we're talking about sully and everything like that like sully really won't be able to fend for himself at least until he's 8, 10, something like that, you know, or something yeah. like that, they, uh, when they're not, like, a little kid anymore, basically. Sure. Mm-hmm. But in relation to how Yoda's species, the Tridactyls, do that, if 50 years, you're still just nothing but a baby. Yeah. When are you going to be in 100 or 150? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of crazy. And to think about this, Yoda said he's been trained in Jedi for 800 years. In Jedi, he said he went over 900 years, you look... Uh, or something like that. Know, you know, 900
1: years old, you are. Look this good. good. Yeah. Look this good, you, <laughs> you will not. not.
0: So, what's it's so hard to quote yeah. Yoda? <laughs> I know, I know. It's, to quote. It's never,
1: yeah. It's never been a skill of mine.
0: But all the same, you get what I'm saying. It's like the, the timetable for his species almost doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it is a, a measure to Yoda and Yaddle's character uh-huh. that they were able to get as old as they were. Yes. Because of that. Yeah. So, maybe yeah, there's something to look into there.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that's a valid point. Uh, I mean, I think I talked about it in our uh, Phantom Menace recap when we did that. That you know, the whole reason why Yaddle even exists is because they tried to make a new Yoda puppet and, and it, it just looked work. bad. So they put, so they literally were like, "Oh, I put some hair and some lipstick on it." Yeah,
0: it's a female Yoda. <laughs>
1: yeah, and now it's a female of the species. Uh,
0: good lord! Well, uh, but so
1: so, so, uh, so I can buy into that that it's just you know it's not necessarily this. You know, there is a real survival issue just because their development takes so long, and right, um, or perhaps if you want to get into the fan theories of it all, it's not actually a baby Yoda, or maybe it is actually a very much so a baby Yoda. Because he's a clone.
0: Of Yoda. Yes. Which I don't buy.
1: No, I don't really either. And it, well, I don't think they're ever going to explain it.
0: No, well, that I mean, we that goes into it. As far as I know, I've heard rumors that they're going to explore his origins in season two. Uh-huh. But that's just, it's out there, you know? You could say anything about season two. Yeah. Boba Fett's <laughs> going to come back for season two. Yeah. Which is a whole other thing, you know? Yeah. But my thought is, well, first of all, I mean, let's just talk about like how the, like between one and three, like how the third one kind of ends with him. Mandalorian going to rescue said Yoda. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean that. Well, before we even get into that, oh, well, no, never mind. God, never mind. Well, let's all, let's all, do that. Now, all I'm getting
0: <laughs> at is we're talking about Yoda himself, but we're not even talking about Mando as a show. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> so let's just kind of get it out of the way and just say like, you know, they were they're obviously harvesting material from the the you know from the asset from mm. Yoda or whatever. Yes, and. There's, I mean, you ask anybody who, you know, can use Photoshop or whatever and zoom in on a cutscene, and it's yeah. like, oh, by the way... Dr. Uh,
1: Pershing's uh, coat sleeve. C- coat sleeve
0: is the same symbol for uh, Camino As the Caminoans, Caminoan scientists and whatnot, and he's a, he's a He doesn't look
1: like a Camino though.
0: No. I mean, he might, he, you know, he might have been one of those, like, brilliant minds that got sent to the facility. Yeah. But, oh, God. See, this <laughs> is why I hate not being able to talk to you forever. So... The novel Last Shot talks about, like, uh, Kaminoans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going from planet to planet to kind of share their their philosophies their and their knowledge and stuff like that. And I think they have retreats and, you know, and not so much adventures, but, like, you know, they have people who do come and, like, work for them, mm-hmm. in other words, you know. Sure. I think it's also kind of how Galen got into his position, you know. He was kind of factored off to this part of the galaxy to figure out this and that and all this kind of stuff regardless um dr pershing <laughs> dr pershing so i like dr pershing just because he is the- first of all it's the first real example we have of glasses yes in the star wars universe true and they are real stylish. not, not
1: including like i
0: no I, goggles
1: well and i understand that but like where do maz's eyepieces mm. fall because that's they fair. are used for improving vision that's true
0: but they also snap to her head. Yes. They're not your traditional glasses that like hook behind the ear. Yes. You know, so. That's fair. I don't know. That's kind of how <laughs> I looked at it. And the same thing goes for Hondo. Yes. Yeah. Hondo has the goggles. Yeah, he has
1: the goggles. <clears throat>
0: but yeah, it, Pershing's the first character we've ever seen that actually has like style to mm. his glasses. Um, Werner Herzog, the client. Yes. Uh, he has no name right now. It's still just no. the client. Yes. Um, perfect in this episode. Yeah. Like he he just gave off that menace. Like, like you were saying before, like the fact that they were leaning on him so hard for the trailer, like uh-huh. it worked yeah, so well.
1: Exactly. And it definitely pays off so well in the, the third episode. Yes. Um, which I mean, well, no, just, I'm just going <laughs> to save this. I want to like, we'll do a little question and answer thing when we're done actually just talking about the episodes. How fair about enough. That? No, that's fair.
0: <laughs> well, so, I think the first and the third one so mm-hmm. far have been the most pivotal ones. Yes, I think two, four, and five have been more about like the open world and a little bit of action. Mm-hmm. Like I really like the fact that they for the second episode there was almost no dialogue for like <laughs> like, like the beginning of the episode, yeah. like for like but ten fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, I
1: think it was about fifteen minutes.
0: But that shows how strong of a show it is. The fact of the matter, you don't need the character to say anything mm-hmm. to have action and excitement. I mean,
1: not only that, but also like the title character of the show. You don't see his face. Exactly. So you don't see his face and he doesn't talk and yet it's still unbelievably good
0: it's like it's like people (laughs) wondering like why a judge dread movie wouldn't work if Sylvester Stallone just left his helmet on it's like like that's the character he never takes it off
1: but I also think that is an actor quality thing and like that speaks to you know Pedro Pascal's proficiency
0: well that's just it I really like his voice he kind of I mean it's not even so gruff but it's just like it has a bit of menace behind it like Mm. you don't want to mess with that guy yeah
1: and there's like this sense of like you know this Sort of just world wariness and like, you know, he knows what he's doing and he knows why he does what he does. But he's also just, you know, I think he has this somewhat inner turmoil that he's dealing with throughout.
0: Well, based on the fact that he's not true Mandalorian.
1: Yes, he's a foundling.
0: He's a foundling, which is another new term that we got. And I yeah.
1: love that. Yeah. And like I love that through line to like his feelings for Baby Yoda and like just being like, I need you know, this I was once you. Yeah, I was in your shoes once upon a time. Yeah. And, well and so it was that's fascinating.
0: And again, like that's just it's it's building without telling. You know, yes. you don't need the exposition yeah. if you're paying attention to know what he's feeling. Yeah. And even to go back, like I really like the fact that they showed like the flashbacks the way they did. I like the fact that they showed the like the two beat like the the B2 Battle Droid mm. being a, a Banff. Yeah. Like, it was menacing. That was
1: Like, that's, like, perfect. That's Disney Star Wars at its best. Yes. Like, doing something better than... George Lucas. Lucas was able to execute <laughs> it. Because, like, you know,
0: you look at him and it's like it... And even, like, when they show him in, like, episode three. Like, I know they showed up in episode two, but, like, episode three is when you heard their voice. And he holds up, like, R2 and he's like... <laughs> like, he has, like, a, a deep, like you know, voice. It's like, yeah.
1: it, you, you it doesn't. Can, yeah. It doesn't but it still didn't really make it any more menacing. Or but, any, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> but I agree with that. I mean, I think one of the things overall with the story is that I, you know, it's, it's a very fine line to kind of walk between, you know, cause clearly they are just trying to follow this like Western or Ronin kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And like, they want the dialogue to be fairly sparse and, you know, and they, they want it to be kind of a show. Don't tell, environment you know and and i think they've done a great job of giving us those little world building nuggets without being like too obfuscating one way or the other like you know being well obfuscating in terms of like not giving us enough but or like just over explaining it to the point of ridiculousness
0: well that's just it and i think that they they do find a good balance between like i said the fans and the non-fans like people who wouldn't typically know anything about the universe Mm. and i know this was brought up by uh, another friend of ours we had on the show brian Uh uh, the fact that episode five was from beginning to end fan service yeah you know and look you get that through every single episode so Uh far there's a little bit of this there's a little bit of that but like it was almost like this one was written specifically for the fans Mm -hmm. which i agree with because it was dave filoni who actually directed directed
1: that one one, yeah i mean there's like john favreau has said some pretty interesting and and powerful things that have actually made me feel a little bit better about it all Mm -hmm. um basically addressing like this notion of like could you fan service this show to death because clearly you're you know you're leaning on it a lot you have the uh you know the 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 wilrow hood ice cream maker makes an appearance and
0: it's the most pivotal item
1: right (laughs) like come
0: on man
1: and the uh, i forget what they actually call it the it's like cantono or whatever yeah cantono that's it cantono uh which is like, which is also in and of itself like a reference to some viral video from a couple years ago of like this girl who can't say the word ice cream, and so instead she calls it cantono. No way! <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Oh my god! I need to look that up. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. So, so that's what. But it, like, it sounds like a Star Wars word. Yeah. So
0: a cantono spice. You yeah. Know, so, just, forget about it.
1: Yeah. So now. Uh, it like it all works, but it's just like references upon references. Um, but basically he just kind of said like, no, like I just love this visual language so much that I'm going to incorporate as much as I possibly can. Yeah. You know, if, if you find it too much, then I think it's something with you as opposed to the vast majority of star Wars fans who are, lo- you know, who love to kind of see those homages and references and, and etc. cetera.
0: I mean, it really works. Like I, I honestly, like when they started the show off and they were, you know, they ended up on whatever planet they were on to get baby Yoda and everything like that. I'm like, okay, you know, they didn't specifically say what this planet was. Mm-hmm. They didn't even tell you where the planet was, where he was, you know, getting the bounties to begin with. Right. You know, like there's almost no,
1: like. It's only like, I think it's literally only in this most recent episode, where episode you find five, that, that you find out it's called Navarro.
0: Navarro. Right. <laughs> And then, like the, only, the first planet you even hear about, I think is Shurgan or Shogun, something like that. Yeah, Shurgan, Sorgan, the 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 one from the fourth episode, like the the uh, yeah. attacked. Yes, exactly.
1: Clatuwidian um, <laughs> raiders.
0: That's a whole other thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know. I I think just I, I mean like, I don't think the fan service is too much. Like it was never like it was never too egregious as it was in episode five but it was not even like a bad kind of egregious like it was like oh you know he's at the cantina but it's not as rambunctious and there's droids behind the counter and he's, yeah. he's sitting where han solo was and yeah. there's no blaster mark yeah <laughs> and i mean the other side of it too that i really like is the fact that like you just know right off the bat first of all i know i'm going back and forth with this whole thing it's but okay i really like the fact that like you learn like this that he has a past from the clone wars where he's like no droids yeah you know and that even speaks more to other characters you learn about in books and and like games and stuff like that people who just have a a general distrust of droids Mm. it's because of the clone wars and like that's that it makes perfect sense yeah for all we know that that droid killed his parents or whatever when he was a young boy and that's kind of how he's just like i'm not dealing with droids
1: droids, yeah if i
0: can help it yeah and so like you know from every episode so far, seeing the droids pop up here and there and he him having a problem with it and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like especially the fifth one when the pit droids, yeah. the
1: pit droids came back
0: <laughs> and they were walking over like minding their own business and, and yeah. like, it's just like, don't droids touching my ship. It was yeah. like, oh my God.
1: And then for whatever reason, Amy Sedaris is dressed like Ripley from L. Alien. Ripley.
0: Right. It's like the <laughs> best impression ever. But yeah. it's like, it, it works. It yeah, does. It's, I mean, just, it's it all, silly.
1: Like it all works, but it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense <laughs> that it works so well. Uh, and I guess, you know, and I think we should kind of start to wrap on this. So I guess I'll ask, what's your favorite episode so far?
0: So far is episode three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and like I said, it's not to knock what, what we've seen so far, mm. but in the way of storytelling, like we know that like, I, I really just want to know more about the empire or at least right. the remnant that we're dealing with. Yeah. So I feel like,
1: we got, yeah, we got the best payoff of both the imperial remnant and the mandalorians oh, in that episode never even so, said that yeah
0: john favreau
1: came out with a gatling gun
0: yeah you know so yeah it, well all right Has <laughs> Visla? well they're not even saying as much that he's related to, to pre Vizla. yeah so but that's that's a whole nother can of worms so but,
1: somebody was like talking about like why is this mandalorian so heavyset because he's the heavy it's well yeah and also he is john favreau Favreau, but still it's just like it's so
0: cool and it's just cool to see them all and like just see the whole culture represented in such a way Mm -hmm. because we've seen mandalorian culture before yeah but like you can tell that this is a completely different sect from what you know yeah and definitely it really pays off for a lot of people who just doesn't don't know what the deal
1: is yeah and i feel like people like some people like well you know then in the next episode he talks about how he can't take his helmet off but like Meanwhile, we see like in Clone Wars and Rebels that everyone takes their helmets off. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's, you know, clearly this is more world building where they're hinting at, you know, the what happened to Mandalore Mm -hmm. and, you know, how things have changed in the fallout of that. And it's just like, it's just such. Delicious little nibbles here and, and there.
0: Well I mean just seeing him pull out like uh you know his knife and go up to him and everything like that and just have that questionnaire like have you ever had your have you ever removed your helmet? No. Has everyone ever removed your helmet? Never. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh man, like you could you could tell like there was some danger under it and everything yeah. like that, and he just and didn't want it to happen.
1: And that's called a classic Chekhov's gun.
0: Yes. And that, that's just it. Leaning into episode four, there was that point where, like, he's looking and watching the kids play, and you see him take the helmet off. Yeah. And I remember just, like, my jaw dropped. I was like, he took it off. But it's yeah. like, and also, again, like you were saying, like, but they take him off. In but the they do wars. take it. Yeah. Just,
1: I mean, and apparently, like, I guess it's fine for him to take it off, like, as we learn in episode four. It's just that he can't be seen without it on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, he is expected to take it off to eat, etc.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so that's just it. I don't know. It did. It, it's a whole other thing. But you know what? This is the way. This is the way. That's the best line. I love that. Between that and I have spoken. Like, yeah. <laughs> Eva has, like, she's thrown it at me too many times to count. Like, I would just be like, are you going to finish up these dishes or whatever? And she's like, I'm, no, I'm not realistic. But we got to, I have spoken. okay all right i I understand
1: (laughs) that this is the way this is the way (laughs) (laughs) just respond to it in time exactly yeah yeah. i mean i guess and so my my other question or like kind of comment on that is i mean what are your impressions of it as a story overall as like the cohesive narrative so far
0: so far i mean like i said i feel like it does a great job Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's nothing to the caliber of what, like, early Game of Thrones and everything like that was. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, that was that was such world-building in itself that it was a whole nother thing. This show has a lot to back it up in a mm-hmm. way of history and lore and stuff like that, and to the point where it could rely on fan service for God knows how long. But the fact of the matter is, it's like I said right from the beginning, my, you know, Eva's parents and her sister, not Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. In love with but the show.
1: Yeah, but they're tuning in every week. And that's, that's such a hard thing to balance, mm-hmm. you know, I think. And, like, this is something that a lot of people who... You know, who maybe, like, have, like, an interest in, like, sci-fi or different things like that. But, they, but like, they draw this line, like, at fantasy. Because it's, like, well, that's too complex for me.
0: It's Yeah, and but, I mean, like, even to that, like, this show is not that complex. Yeah. Like, as long as you just understand there's a generality of there are bounty hunters out there. They mm-hmm. hunt people. Mm-hmm. And they get money for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that's pretty much it.
0: And you need to know, like, the Empire was bad. It's not yeah. around anymore. yeah. But some some of it yeah, is, and
1: he's and he's still just out on the outer rim where it's just a fairly lawless exactly. place to be yeah. overall. So it's uh, just
0: I really do think that the narrative works. I think storytelling works. You know, and like, you know for what it is, the limited storytelling from some of the episodes and just some of the action. Well, maybe most of the action has been really great. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, it has like it it almost has that feel of you know like a like Daredevil, <laughs> like, the, like yeah. the Netflix Daredevil, where it's just like
0: bit of dissertation and then
1: and then (laughs) then it's like okay let's just pay it off with a 10 minute epic fight now (laughs) (laughs) and like the choreo fight choreography is really tight Mm -hmm. and like it you know but it feels like it feels familiar but different all at the same time because like we're not really used to like seeing as many necessarily gun battles in uh you know in star wars
0: which i appreciate yeah like i i i was hoping that there was a so much to talk about i was hoping that there was gonna be no you know lightsabering if you will you Uh, know just because i do want that pure war aspect of it Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i think that's
1: yeah i mean that's a fair it's so, fair thought just a, it seems like it should be easy to avoid lightsabers but like even like in rogue one we still well, see yeah you know vader show up and just start bashing be, people yeah. and
0: that's my example is like the rogue one i think is the reason it works so well for me is the uh-huh. fact that it was more war in a star wars movie and then yeah. like you said it just finishes with yeah. the epic hallway scene yeah. so but it's
1: and like while that scene in and of itself is incredible, incredible. And, you know, and one of, I think a lot of people's favorite scenes. It's also like, if they could have resisted that, I don't know. Like, I don't know that we would feel any less sa- served or satisfied if they didn't include that. Oh,
0: I don't if, and know. we didn't
1: know that that existed, but yeah. now that we know it exists, it doesn't, doesn't work, <laughs> but yeah, it's gotta a, get there. yeah. So I guess my kind of synopsis of just kind of saying my thoughts on the series is mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, I think, you know, you, you touched on the first and the third episodes, which to me are kind of the ones that have really set up the overall narrative so far. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, I think you can include the second episode as like the middle part of that story. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just had like episodes one through three as like a standalone film, it would be unbelievable. Oh my God, yeah. And, and that would set up the whole franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not to say that I dislike episodes four and five, I don't. But I think there is this kind of weird sense of like, I've genuinely loved every single episode, but I feel like my love for each episode is sometimes stronger than, like, my love for the overarching narrative.
0: Right. And, I mean, especially with 4 and 5, it just, it doesn't, I won't, I, I won't say that it slows down, mm-hmm. but it definitely goes away from the story which it has been building at this point. Yeah. So, you know, but not in a bad way. You know, I mean, I like the fact that it has the, the seven samurai feel in episode 4. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> a clear you know iteration towards uh japanese films and everything like that mm-hmm. and their um influence in star wars yeah and then episode five dave filoni doing what dave filoni does mm-hmm. just having that like clone wars-esque feel of like oh he's just a young hotshot, shot and, like he has the old reliable guy to show him how it's done it was just fun yeah but again you just want to see where else it's going going to happen mm-hmm. you know and go from there
1: for so. sure and i think um and I guess just my, my last comment on that, and I, and I think we should move into Fallen Order a little okay, bit, yeah. is, so we both talked about how we liked the third episode the most, mm-hmm. and do you know who directed that one?
0: Uh, Deborah Cho. Yes. Jessica hey. Jones.
1: D- yes, she was involved with Jessica Jones for sure. She's a, I mean, she's a well-regarded uh, TV director and producer, etc. Mm-hmm. She's also been tapped to be the showrunner for Obi-Wan. <gasps> <laughs> Guess. So so some good feeling vibes coming out of that episode about wow. the safety of the Obi Wan T V series.
0: <laughs> oh okay, you gave me a lot to think about.
1: Yeah. She is doing <clears throat> another episode. She's doing like six, seven, or eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, I know so we'll get to see a little bit more of her.
0: Is Tyke is doing the finale. Okay, I, I believe.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I th- so I think like so he did one. Bryce Dallas Howard did one. That
0: was the episode four. Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: then Dave Filoni did episodes one and five. And then I think the other like two was Rick f- uh, Fukuyama or however Fukushima you pronounce it or something. Yeah, and uh, Deborah Chow, and they're both doing two. So presumably, okay, yeah.
0: Because yeah. <clears throat> we have three left. So this is the other side too. Just as an info, uh, inform information for anyone who doesn't know. They're releasing episode six early next week. Right. Uh, because that Friday is Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So um, I think it's going to go like that. And then the following week is episode seven. And then it's like the last one's like the week before New Year or something like that. That's. I think I, I guess I can't I can't remember exactly what it is I know yeah. it's it's not like it it leaks into the new year I think right. it's, we're gonna get the end of the Mandalorian before the end of the decade yeah so but <laughs> just put yeah thank you <laughs> regardless if you guys are you know jonesing for the next episode that isn't this Friday yeah oh that makes more sense now that I said it that yeah way.
1: so it's this Friday, Friday six, Wednesday
0: Wednesday and then the following and then
1: the following Friday, Friday okay. and then that's the end yeah that's the end, and that fits well and,
0: and also to that end I know uh brandon had mentioned i guess Fortnite is going to get an exclusive look at the rise of skywalker come <laughs> yeah, saturday
1: yeah something like that
0: i know they're doing some kind of promotion where you can play as stormtroopers and stuff yeah. like that
1: i did see like i was like on the playstation store and i did see the announcement but i didn't <laughs> like i mean there's literally nothing in the world that could prompt me to open Fortnite. no <laughs> I, but,
0: I mean regardless and then i think the one that's coming out the Mandalorian that's coming out next Wednesday uh-huh. um, I think is also going to have a exclusive uh, look at the rise of Skywalker and like people are kind of theorizing that like there's going to be something pivotal about that episode that leads into the rise of Skywalker uh-huh. but who knows yeah and how would you feel all right <clears throat> imagine that we didn't have tickets okay like imagine we weren't going to be able to see it for two weeks like mm-hmm. when the movie comes out mm-hmm. and the Mandalorian comes out that following Friday mm-hmm. what if there was a spoiler for it? <laughs>
1: How would you be pissed? I would be pretty pissed. I mean <laughs> well, I mean, there is this thing, and I mean, I feel bad. I mean, we didn't obviously like disclaim any kind of spoiler or anything. And, like, oh, yeah. it's totally spoiler game. it's totally salient at this point. like it's all over every social media like its it's I hard to miss. I don't even know why I even opened Facebook like I typically don't look very often, yeah. but I think I was just like going in to clear my notifications like late in the day at work.
0: everyone's saying congratulations about Sully. Well,
1: yeah, in yeah. that but but like there was like. You know, it was like every other post was some sort of Baby Yoda meme. And I was like, this is...
0: It's worldwide. Yeah. Uh, that's just... I mean, that, you can see why they held it back. Yeah. It wasn't even so much like it's a spoiler for the movie. It was yeah, like...
1: But it would just derail, like, the, the expect like, everything else. Basically. <laughs> they, yeah, there is was... Um, ah, what was... I'm losing my train of thought a little bit. This is what happens when you have a new child <laughs> and you, you sleep about four hours a night. You're all right, brother. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. It's gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's just, let's fly. Let's move on. Yeah. Again, just check it out. If you haven't checked it out, it's a great show. Yes. Um,
1: We are living in pretty rich times though. Oh, for, for being star Wars fans. I know. Between uh, Mando, Mando. And I mean, well, actually how about this? Let's kind of wrap up some Disney plus conversation. a little Okay. Um, You know, if if hopefully, you know, you have Disney plus and you're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, It's really cool because I love having a full 4K streaming option for all of the films that are on there. And they also happen to do something weird with a certain character that is near and dear to both of our hearts for the Disney Plus release of Star Wars A New Hope.
0: Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. We started the episode with that. What are you
1: thinking? But we didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, that's true. We okay. didn't pay it off.
0: <clears throat> so, I mean, from my side of it, I didn't know anything about it until a friend of mine posted to me on Facebook, basically saying as much as like, oh, because I mean... I've seen Star Wars. I, yeah. I wasn't about to like put it up like, oh, we can watch A New Hope again. Yeah. I mean, truly, the, like the, the, the thing that service. I've been
1: getting the most out of Disney Plus in terms of the Star Wars films mm-hmm. is having access to all the deleted scenes and, and well, many of the behind the scenes. Right, right. And so I have,
0: I have um the Empire of Dreams or whatever, that documentary. Mm. It's saved on there. Yeah we catch up on that finally catching up on resistance there you go it's really hard (laughs)
1: because it's so kid friendly it's it i mean i i don't know that i've always established that well enough that like this is is, a show for children oh it's so hard young children it's such it's so
0: ridiculous (laughs) but it's like i keep telling myself like rebels was like that yeah you know and it's gonna get better but but, there is
1: a lot of that like even i just uh, watched like this week's episode of resistance mm -hmm. like just uh, it might have probably was last night or something, um, and like I was like, I I thought season two would was gonna be a little bit more serious, or like it was gonna you know have at least some more concrete tie to like the Star the Wars universe, yeah, and no. Nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, all right, I'll, let's put it this way: uh come you know time in the movie and everything like that when we go see the movie. If there's any kind of resistance, uh you know content content easter egg or anything like uh, that pointed out to me i will do that because as far as i know colossus is just like a, a you know a flat plane of metal on top of water yes so that's how far i am like yeah. I, I think i got to the point where they were trying to there was like a group of like pilots trying to get cause to steal the you know the highly flammable fuel or something like that uh-huh. regardless yeah uh but anyway. yeah
1: mcclunky, McClunky. <laughs> Why?
0: Like, <laughs> why was it like why first of all, why was it necessary? Like it's not. Did, like did, were they like we gotta put our staple on this, this because yeah, we're Disney? Like
1: I feel like it's it has to be like somebody's idea of a joke. Maybe. To be like, Oh, Lucas loved to play around with the uh, you know, the the cut of a new hope. And it How came about out we out do that too?
0: McClunky if you will. <laughs> yeah. McClunky if you will. Maybe he was making like McDonald's That's, or something.
1: This joke is McClunky. <laughs>
0: well so i mean it's not even so much what what it is but it's just like what all right so that that scene got altered was it five times now
1: yeah so
0: <laughs> the original scene was just a bunch of smoke and then he would slump yes and then the new scene was i think it was like they showed him shooting first yeah the
1: first modification was him shooting first like and the weird cgi of han's head moving out of the way
0: yes and then, then they smoke. Like, <clears throat> yeah and then <clears throat>
1: the smoke and then they like changed the timing of it to be more of a concurrent fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they
0: changed it so Han was almost well, he shot after the fact. Yes, you know they didn't even show Han shooting when they first did. Yeah, it. and then that was it. And then they were like, okay, that's just it. You know, <laughs> Greedo obviously shoots first. Han dips his head and shoots second, and then comes through, and there you go. It's McClunky now. McClunky. It like it's it. Uh, I even said as much to you before we got the mics going, it's like, it doesn't seem like, I mean, it seems like something he naturally said, his character said, uh-huh. and they just kind of cut it and put it right back. And yeah. it's like, I don't get it. Yeah. But you know, again, <laughs> I wouldn't have caught it if it hadn't been a big deal, like the day of, mm-hmm. you know? well,
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's something <clears throat> I think this is like a, in, in terms of the Lucas verse, this is a Francis Ford Coppola, uh, thing that he always says, you know, cause Francis Ford Coppola is much more serious director you know, does a lot more grounded, realistic pieces.
0: It's just, like, uh, lay clunky.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, but he, like, just would do this thing where, like, he would always film, like, basically every character, like, talking on the phone. Mm. And he would capture a a handful of different reactions just to like have something that if he doesn't feel like he can fit the right amount of exposition in he can always stage a phone call Hmm. with that character receiving information via a phone call and like i kind of feel like that's what they just decided to do here they're like well it's a guy wearing a rubber mask like you can't actually it's a lady wearing a rubber mask yeah high heels and everything yeah
0: um well, <clears throat> yeah, maybe so maybe so. You know, maybe it is something they had saved, Because like, 'cause I'm sure there was just a bunch of weird Ben Burton noises to begin with he uh-huh. had to make for the aliens, so it's just probably some background. Yes. You know. But still, it's just like I don't get it, but it is what it is, it's out there now. Yes. You know, it's the you, Disney cut.
1: Yeah. If you um you know, if you use hashtag McClunky, <laughs> like M C C L U N K E Y on Twitter, it's actually a sponsored hashtag that will produce like it'll say McClunky with a little Greedo image. Ah. And speaking of the uh, Contana or whatever it is, com, com, Contono
0: or whatever Contano. Contano. Yeah. Well, the ice cream maker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you uh, use hashtag Wilro Hood, that also works. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It almost makes you want to get Twitter. There you go. <laughs> and just constantly tweet that up.
0: Well, yeah. all right. To balance this out, before we go into Fall in Order. Uh huh. Um, I just want to really quickly say finally got resistance, uh, resistance rise resistance, resistance, reborn. Resistance to reborn. Sorry. Yeah. There's so many different rises. Yeah. Of resistance. <laughs> well, and,
1: yeah. rises of the resistance is something w- I wasn't going to talk about. Yeah. yeah but then we can
0: talk about that another day.
1: Uh, it'll be, Sully will have to be five. I think.
0: Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, you have to be this height. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a new ride. I uh, know. So resistance reborn was the novel that we were talking about came out. I mean, just about a month ago.
1: Yeah. It was like, it was early November.
0: Yes. And uh, it was we had said it's eight point you know episode eight point five it's the perfect book for anyone who wants to get into you know more content before the movie comes around and it really was yes. and like I almost want to take some time out and do a review about it mm-hmm. at some point like I know that there's not enough time obviously before the new movie comes out to just talk about all the different details and everything like that but again I, I you might have said this I don't remember but it is a freaking freaking love letter to everything you guys like you know the comic book lovers and game lovers and like mm. the movie lovers and everything like that book lovers like everybody has a moment to shine in this in this book and yeah. it's ridiculous it is
1: i mean it's it's almost it is it's comically like we, you know, we talked Packed. about the yeah, we talked about the fan service, you yeah. know, of the Mandalorian.
0: Oh yeah, if you put that on the shelf, you gotta look at Rich <laughs> yeah. Rebel Reborn or whatever. Yeah.
1: It's just like, oh, you like Wedge Antilles? I'll give you all the Wedge, wedge Antilles, Antilles.
0: <laughs> and he likes collecting spoons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh man, the characterization of Wedge is just so weird. Like, it's so it's weird, so but weird. it's like
0: it's like. But it's kind of you know they explain it in a way that makes sense. In the yeah, sense.
1: I mean I totally get it. And it's like, like he's
0: never owned anything, and yeah, now he it, just wants to own everything.
1: Exactly. And if you've if you've gone through like the aftermath books as well, like I feel like all of it feels earned. I'm not yeah. arguing that point. No, but it's, yeah. But it is just so different, even compared to like expanded universe wedge, where he was still just you know uh, chief, uh, yeah, chief flyboy. He was
0: like an admiral, or general. Yeah, he or was something. a general. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. And Harry's he's just—he's just a farmer. Yeah, I'm really a man of your talents. So there you go. But yeah, like I said, I just want to say that you know, you know, we got a week—you know, less than a week till the movie comes out, a little over a week, whatever the case may be. Whatever yeah. you're listening to, we're this. recording
1: this when there is IX days until IX episode IX comes out. Ooh,
0: that's right. So for that matter, you know, please check it out. Uh, it's a good book. Yeah, and I—I uh, I think that comes sometime. You know next year we'll do a review of it because it's 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 earned, it's yeah, definitely it's, earned. yeah
1: it's yeah it would be well worth it and it's again it is just this rare instance where you know i i say this repeatedly but like you know one thing that i think is going to be very different about the disney books is that they're not going to put you know the the movie stars in in the books as much yeah. just because they want to save those stories for the big, the big screen, screen or and for a TV the TV adaptation. Or,
0: that's what made this that much better. Like mm-hmm. it was the fact that you got to see these characters yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, it is a,
1: you know, it is a Ray Poe centered story. Leia is all over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and honestly, it's such a love letter to her as well. Like I think part of why they wanted to do this story and why they approved it was, you know, because we know that she's probably not, like it's not going to play out the way that we want it to in in nine
0: because there's, there's not enough footage or whatever. Exactly. So they're just going to work with what they have. Yeah. And then not to mention, like you're saying, it's this is a perfect way for them to get their point across of how they want her story to conclude. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Um, but <clears throat> totally yeah. recommend it. Exactly. Exciting. So let's finish this out. Uh, fall in order. Yes. Did you like it? Or did you hate it?
1: <laughs> Can I say both? Yes, because I was going to say the same. Yeah,
0: I like hating it. I guess no, yes. that's not. I hate that I like it. I don't know.
1: Well, I think it's. I think it's both of those things. Like, yeah. Like I, sh- you know, like I shouldn't. There's so much about it that was just so frustrating and so like bang your head against the wall. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I I literally was home for. You know, for three weeks after the, the birth of Sully. Yeah, so you had uh, time. Yeah, and I had plenty of time. I mean, you know, I couldn't literally play it nonstop. No, no. I uh, no. certainly had the baby to tend to, but, you know, but I could pretty much, pretty much every day, I probably played, I don't know, three or four hours at least and some days it was even more which would be a lot more usage than I would do like under normal circumstances and
0: it was it, I, I imagine for you it was mostly just focused on whatever planet you were on
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, either
0: I, like finding your way back to your ship or finding your way to the other side of the map where there's this one chest you couldn't get before I, yes. and now you can
1: <laughs> now I have the breather so um, yeah exactly <laughs> or it's
0: like now I can pull things with towards me for the force but it's like
1: what yeah
0: or, you know, oh wait this door's unlocked from the other side now it's like I don't have a lightsaber I can't cut through it so you
1: know <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: oh by the way there's no fast travel in this game because we want to be we want to be those guys yeah <laughs> god dang it like, like it
1: was a i mean it is a grueling hardcore gaming experience
0: i will say as much and i'm going to put router right now i didn't play it on uh any big level i did story mode because uh-huh. i i purely just wanted to get the story behind me so i mean the the difficulty wise what did they have there was like jedi padawan jedi knight and then jedi master i believe mm-hmm and Uh, like well go ahead
1: or actually i think it's just it's story mode jedi knight jedi master jedi grandmaster
0: oh okay well regardless i mean you can tell how it is it goes from like easy normal hard very hard i guess you could say and they do a great job of this when you actually select it; they show you what gets changed yeah they actually actually i mean i really
1: appreciated that they kind of give you the heads up as to like here's what you're going to be dealing with like this is how much like "Quote unquote, this is how much easier story mode is compared to even Jedi Knight compared to yeah. these extreme modes. And but, like, I mean, and I and so I admit, I I played it all the way through on Jedi Master. Wow, like the second hardest difficulty, which is go. probably partially why it took so much longer for me. Yeah, because I died all the time.
0: <laughs> well, see, I I mean, it took long for me just because I wanted to pace myself. Yeah, like it's been so long since I had a game where I was able to just you know sit down and kind of enjoy it." You know, it's like I'm going through like Red Dead again, but I'm Mm -hmm. just going through the motions. Yeah. You know, I'm not experiencing the story. Right. And that's kind of what I always want to get out of these games in the first thing. I always play it through, especially if it's supposed to be story driven. Mm -hmm. Like it's one thing if you're getting Call of Duty, like, okay, you're you're going to be off shooting people and doing this and that or whatever. But if you get something like this, which is supposed to be dedicated single player, you know, and it's supposed to be story driven and everything like that. Like that's kind of where my mind is. It's like, I want to see this story and I'm a star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to see how everything kind of clicks in. I think the most important thing you need to take away from this is the fact that we discovered that there are earbuds in the, uh, <laughs> in star Wars universe. Yes. And like that kind of grunge space metal. That's,
1: so i i did look this up at one point okay um and that is a real band mm. they're from mongolia
0: i would not well, all
1: right
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I i was gonna say real band i believe it mongolia <laughs> yeah, sorry
1: that's a bridge too far <laughs> um but yeah uh because like that that song that like cal is listening to at the start and then you hear it like basically the out. same, yeah. It fades out, but it's basically the same one uh, when you end up at uh, the Haxian Brood. Oh
0: yeah, okay. Um, the 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 pit or whatever, yeah. yeah. like
1: The fighting pit, fighting arena. Um, they like, it's the same band that did both songs. That's like cool. they're not, they aren't necessarily exactly the same song, but
0: but still, it's yeah. <laughs> they 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 found someone in Mongolia that they really liked. Yeah, out <laughs> like of this whole is world.
1: the this is the most like. Alien sounding <laughs> music. So
0: Mongolian metal. Yeah. Oh man. I mean,
1: I've talked about this that like when you are when you know when you are at Galaxy's Edge, um, like there is music that's not just, you know, the, the Star Cantinas. Wars yeah. orchestra theme, you know, orchestral themes and cantina music, etc. Like there's like in universe music and it's it's all weird. Oh, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> like I'm sure at some points it's just howling. Yeah. You know. There was something about I think there was in a book, maybe the Aftermath book, I don't remember, but they were talking about, like, opera, uh-huh. you know, in Star Wars. And they were like, you know, every species has their own version of opera. Yeah. Even the huts have <laughs> opera. And yeah. it sounds like strangulation more than anything else, yeah. but it's music. Yeah. So.
1: And Alphabet Squadron pay, pays that off as that's well. That's right, that's uh, right,
0: yeah. Uh, What's-Her-Face, the B-Wing pilot. Yeah. She's all about that. Yeah. So, oh, ooh, <laughs> side note to that, I finally got all... F- all five issues of that TIE Fighter uh-huh. tie-in. Because I, I, I remember I told you I had been forever since I picked up my box. Uh-huh. Finally got that. Nice. <clears throat> but I found out that I didn't have any of the Age of Resistance stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, poo-poo <laughs> on that. Yeah. But I did put that on my wish list, so if anyone's listening, you know, Merry Christmas to me. yeah Villains. <laughs> I need to know what happens to Ben, gang. Um, I'm but looking yeah. at you, Ricky. But... <laughs> no all right so besides all that besides the music i know that was just kind of a weird little thing i thought it was cool that like okay yeah he pulls out his music and it's like he's like me you know he listens to his head you know he's at work he's listening to his headphones and everything i thought it was a cool introduction to how all the running and everything worked out but it like you know towards the end of it like towards the whole fight and all this kind of stuff it just kind of seemed done (laughs) you know like it seemed like it was done before yeah you know what i mean
1: That's fair. I mean, I can appreciate that critique. I mean, I, you know, it's, I think it's, I mean, it's definitely up there in terms of one of my more favorite Star Wars gaming experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there was this kind of feeling of, like, it was such an homage to the different games that they were citing when they talked about the development of the game yeah you know they're like oh this is a metroidvania style game and and you're gonna see some you know this thoughtful combat you know in line with uh you know god of war or dark souls yeah or dark yeah exactly and like just so much of that like it carried into this game so much like i mean i truly believe that there was this point where you know they they were developing this concept and they're like well and i think i want it to be you know i want him to have like a melee style weapon right and then somebody's like you know what this is just turning into a star wars game maybe we can make a star wars game well that, to that end and then like
0: <clears throat> the fact that you had to i don't even know how to really put it but like you had to stencil out how the force works mm-hmm. you know cuz i mean for the most part I mean, you know you experience it with this and that like you there's no way you can really limit the force without it feeling kind of hokey mm-hmm. they do a good joint point where they said like something happened you know that was so traumatic that he like basically just gave up and he like does he's not as attached to the force as he is anymore mm-hmm. but for the fact of the matter is like you can there's a new power which i guess is not that new when you think about ben uh, that you can slow people slow, down, yeah. which is, like, that's the first one that you know. Like, yeah. How is that the only one that you, like, you memorized? Yeah. Like, by the way, you just s- slow down some yeah. of and
1: And, like, meanwhile, like, in the scene where, you know, where we first learn that he has this ability, like, push would have worked perfectly fine or as well. Or pull. Or pull. You
0: know, or <laughs> just, like, hold him in the
1: air. Yeah, know? It's like, come
0: on, man. But, yeah, so, like, I, I thought they did an okay job making that, like, kind of the, you know, the progression you know, you unlock this power, you unlock this, you unlock that. I liked I liked that you could unlock things to customize your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I liked that you could unlock things to customize your poncho and your outfit and your ship. But <laughs> I really wish that, it was more.
1: Yeah, this is something that Emily gives me so much crap for. Oh, no. It's just like, I don't know what it is, but she does have this knack of like coming down to see me whenever I've like unlocked something new. <gasps> like whether it's playing this game or like... The other one that w- that really started this trend was like back when Spider Man first came out.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had like 20 outfits. Yeah. And, but
1: like, and in, in that game, each outfit actually did possess, like, have a different power associated with it.
0: Exactly. Which I did. I mean, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Which is like, that's why I was changing my outfits. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta just get like, this. You just love to change your clothes in these games. <laughs> well, so no, not
0: even that. Like, I, I wish there was a fact that you could put on, like, different outfits Mm. like i get the poncho and i get your typical go-to outfit and stuff like that but like what's so hard about throwing in like jedi robes yeah (laughs) or like you know give us the the you know like make him into you know an imperial or something like that. like anything yeah or even just like a bounty hunter like give it like just a whole narrow set of clothes like that's kind of what i wanted out of it Mm. and that's a real small thing to kind of nitpick at yeah and i mean Let's let's just let's just put it out there right now. At least for me, I did like this game, uh-huh. but it just it it's not going to be game of the year.
1: No, me. probably not. I mean, there was you know there was a little bit of a lack of you know fit and polish mm-hmm. within the game. You know, just some like weird renderings that weren't very clear. Or, yeah, you know, or just like little little moments of jank where like you would go from a cutscene to like. To playing and all of a sudden, like they're like his head would just like start like shimmering, shimmering exactly. If they,
0: if they, if they, they when it comes to like not wasting time on anything in their character development, uh-huh. it is Cal's hair. Yes, Cal's hair is probably the most rendered thing I've ever seen. Yeah, because like it could be he could be on the spaceship and it's still flowing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just <laughs> it, there's something wrong with that kid. <clears throat> and I, mean, I don't know. It's just like it. It just you kind of felt limited because there would be points where you're, you know, you could like, you could mow the lawn, uh-huh. you know, as you're walking through the grass, you could use your lightsaber to cut it down. Uh-huh. But then when you come up to a door, like I said before, yeah. you could just and easily we've pu- seen
1: this in episode one. Yeah. <laughs> like it's
0: Canon gang. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I don't know.
0: And like, I, I just like the fact that there was a lot of things that, like, the the couple things that you did pick up that were new, that weren't, like, a new poncho or new, you know, equipment for your lightsaber that were actually upgrades, like, force upgrades and lightsaber upgrades and everything like that. I don't want to spoil too much. Right. But I really did appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought that, okay, it adds a little bit more nuance to it a little yeah. more options and everything like yeah. that.
1: I mean, just but, like, I mean, I would say the skill tree overall was very well done. And yeah. I think it was well balanced, like.
0: It wasn't too heavy. Like, it wasn't like you had to strive so hard hard to get to just this one power right for sure
1: i mean it just it worked it worked naturally and you know in the way that he does learn things i think plays out in a very naturalistic manner Mm -hmm. and you know and all of that's really well done i mean it's a well-designed game but like is that the right model for a star wars game like i'm not saying i want it to be you know just utter hack and slash you know i don't want it to be the force unleashed part three or whatever yeah,
0: which you could totally do and people would be fine with it but yes. it's you know you do want to try and do something new yeah and i think that they achieved that yeah i really do like it, it is the same old hack and slash in a sense mm-hmm. but you know it that's what i get when i said earlier i said it's kind of been done yeah you know and so you know well, I, yeah I that's
1: know. just it like i don't think there's a lot there's not a lot that's in terms of like gameplay that's like new and novel and exciting, yeah, I mean, it's it is things that you've seen in, in one game or another, and
0: it's like the wall running, yeah, like wall running is really cool, and then like you could pull the vine to you and stuff yeah. like that, so it's like okay, it kind of has an uncharted feel, yeah, slash titan all, well, fall that's, feel, yeah,
1: I mean, truly, I think, it, um, I mean, I think it might have been like when we were first like Emily came down at one point while I was on Bogano for the first time mm-hmm. or whatever, and and she's like. Is this just Uncharted <laughs> with with him having red hair? Basically, it's like, no, it's not. It's but, there's a droid like, but too. That's, yeah, but that's super. Uh, yeah, that overlaps a lot, and you know, and even like the droid di- like component like BD One is awesome. But, I
0: think that's probably the best part of the game. Yeah, I, the I agree. Relationship that they have yeah. with each other. Yeah, so it's cute. Um, and that's just it. yeah, I think Eva, cause she would watch me play this for the most part and she was getting into it and she loved the interactions that BD1 had. Now I got the, the pre-order. Uh-huh. Um, so I had the, like the bonus skins, like the Umbaran uh-huh. campaign, the My uh-huh. Video campaign. Yeah. Um, and the one was like a yellow, I think, uh, skin for BD1. Mm. I was not allowed to change that skin <laughs> because Eva said that he looked like Wally. <laughs> and I was like, okay, look, I got a new skin for BD. She's like, nope, nope. <laughs> but it's like it's like rose gold. No, nope. nope. <laughs> okay, well, you're playing with Wally. Yeah. I said, okay. Yeah. So, but that was it. Was fun. You know. I, I mean, that's not even really spoiling anything. No, know? it certainly
1: isn't. And like, I mean, you know, and in terms of like those unlockables from the chest, uh, you know, like I appreciate that. You know, everything was unlockable in the game. Yeah. You know, certainly no no hint of of loot boxes or anything. I mean, obviously this is. One hundred percent a single player story driven game. Yeah. Um. You know, it is not a multiple multiplayer experience in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um. You know, but I think, and I think there was the right amount of stuff. But yeah, I, I think like there is just this kind of general unease of like, yes, like it was, it was an awesome experience, and like we haven't really touched on the story yet, which we'll no. get into in a yeah, moment. Yeah, we'll here. finish out with that. Yeah. Um. You know, and 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 I would say overall the story totally delivers, and you know I. Um, you know, and everything was good, but it was just like, there's still just this feeling of like, that was really hard. I didn't really have as much fun as I, you know, as, as you would think, like it's not fun, like an uncharted game. Yeah. Well, even uncharted games can be hard and, and really frustrate you, but you're still having fun because it's just so over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. Whereas this, like, in a rich environment like Star Wars, at playing as a Jedi, where it should be kind of over the top, yeah. and it just feels very grounded and kind of heavy throughout.
0: To quote Brandon one more time, I think he actually brought this up in our friend group. He said that him and his wife uh would be come into the room and he'd be smashing the controller or yeah. whatever and be like, Are you enjoying this game? And he's like, Yes, I'm enjoying this game. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Yeah. But it's so frustrating. And I I've been the same way. Yeah. You know, I mean there's playing games out there like, you know, I will always play on easy just because uh-huh. like I'm not trying to oppress anybody. I just want to yeah. have fun. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so like even on easy, I'll have times where I'm like, how the hell are you supposed to do this? Mm-hmm. And, like, look, I'm no stranger to having to get new controllers back in my day. Like, yeah. I banged the hell out of controllers because I was just like, you got mad. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, you want to enjoy this game enough that it does something like that. But at the same time, you also just don't want it to be debilitating. Right. You know, which, again, I haven't played it in any difficulty like you or anybody else. You know, like I said, I just went straight for the story. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it worked out. and. To that end, I think that's probably what the other half of the gameplay should be. Mm -hmm. Um, Because with just playing story mode, I mean, the things were much more simplified. Mm -hmm. And you were able to just kind of breeze through a lot of stuff. But to that end, I don't know. The story, it kind of felt, again, it kind of felt done.
1: You know? Yeah. I mean, I'll go along with that. I mean, I will say that and I mean this in a very nuanced way, and I certainly won't like spoil the ending or whatever, but mm-hmm. it did not end in any way, shape, or form how I expected it to end.
0: Well, no. I mean, because <laughs> we could talk about this after we'll t- Yeah, end. we'll talk about it often. But uh, I, I kind of agree with you, because I, I was of the mind that it was going to go one way, and yeah. you know, obviously went a different way. Um, I mean, but I
1: guess you could make the argument that I think one part of what I expected to happen does happen. But yes, I mean, yeah, this, yeah, we're, we're talking we're, in semantics. very vague terms, um, <laughs> but but the other part was like, I am surprised by this. Yes. <laughs> well, also,
0: the fact of the matter is that uh, Seer, the uh-huh. uh, one person you have on your ship with you, um, is played by Deborah Ann Wilson, mm-hmm. who was in the Mad TV Yes. And that's one of the reasons Eva loved watching it so much because she would just root on Deborah Ann Wilson (laughs) the whole time. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah. I mean, and in terms of that, like in terms of, you know, like all like the main characters I greatly enjoyed. I mean, I think there there was something a little weird about Seer in particular. Yeah. I felt, um, I mean, not, uh, I mean, just in terms of like i i mean i guess i'll phrase it this way i think there's like a lot of her story that i just don't understand
0: well like that's probably where the comics would have came in Mm -hmm. and like they didn't i'm sure you can go up to her character and she can give you some dissertation about it like give you a little exposition on her past
1: and i would always try you know to 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 participate in all of the the talking but
0: then it's like and then it would just be what was this grease or whatever he's like awful quiet around here like that that's just what he said all the time yeah okay I guess there's not a lot to talk about after that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm. Um and like some of the like the technology, you know, behind how they got the performances captured and everything Ooh. was pretty awesome. Oh, it is, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I watched a lot of those videos when I was like done. Yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's funny like Emily has been watching Shameless, which is oh, uh one where? of Cameron Monahan's major roles.
0: Well, I've been watching Gotham so, so take that. Yeah, so yeah, so you
1: have it that way. <laughs> Um, oh, and it man. like, but it was just like, it was so nonstop for so long. Yeah. Like that this guy was just I, yeah. on our TV screen all the time. I know whether the it was feeling. me playing the game or her playing or watching uh, shameless,
0: you know, what's funny though. It's like we, uh, even I had spotted her before Deborah Wilson in, oh. uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of the newer Wolfenstein games. Okay. Um, which, I mean, if you've ever seen any of the cutscenes for those games, they're really intense. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a really beautiful g- game that's done, but one of the characters in it is played by Deborah Ann Wilson. And, like, I even said as much as, like, she really looks familiar. Uh-huh. And then we looked it up. It's like, oh, yeah, she's oh, the one who played yeah. Oprah. On, yeah. Yes, sure. <laughs> you know, and it's like it makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so... I don't know, it, it's just, it's fun to see that she's come back, and I'm sure she's all about, you know, being a Jedi and everything like that, or whatever, and just doing her own thing, and just being a part of the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I, there, I mean, did you think there were enough planets, or did you want more?
1: I will say I wanted more, but, I mean, I like, I think overall, like, the game was a pretty good length. Mm-hmm. And so like you have to like balance that with more planets, more environments, etc. Yeah. And so it's like it's like a soft yes from me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think like, it, I thought
1: I feel like at one point I swear I heard there was going to be like nine planets. Which would I mean, well,
0: I guess what I'm getting at it, this isn't really so much of a spoiler, but I would just say that I wish there was a more populated planet.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like
0: <clears throat> everything they, you go to is kind of sparse.
1: Yeah. Which I mean, arguably is is kind of one of those things happening on Mandalorian too.
0: Yeah, it's outer rim stuff. It's yeah. not really populated. Yeah,
1: but I think they're kind of. But it kind of works more in the Mandalorian, for instance. Like I, you know, there would be no problem doing a highly populated thing. Like, I mean, like we've seen this in like Mass Effect games, even where like you can still have big adventure stories set in highly populated space environments mm-hmm. sci-fi environments yeah um you know and that's just not something that we got a, a, a feel for i feel like, like it was it felt empty almost
0: yeah the most people we saw through the entire thing was from the beginning yeah you know? it was and, on Braca, and then after that it just you know it, it was you know it was enemies and stuff like that yeah. you came across and that was yeah. it And from,
1: yeah and from that point forward it's like i mean i think the entire like cast of characters and I mean this isn't really giving anything away like you have uh you know Cal Kestis, mm-hmm. uh you have seer you have grease bd1 bd1 um and one sec- more like second sister ninth sister yes and then night sister the night sister yes Marin um which that's not really a spoiler she's in the trailer that's true <laughs> so
0: but all the same that's it yeah, that's like, I mean that's and, the cast, <laughs> and that's what kills me. It's like you want you want a little bit more. Yeah, like even if it was like you know we we had speculated you know like almost a year ago by this point <laughs> Yeah. when we were talking with games and that and everything we said. Uh, you know, we wanted, like, kind of a spaceport to be the center hub. Mm. Maybe almost like a Colossus from Resistance. Yeah. You know, and just kind of be able to experience this and that. Maybe have a side mission from this person or that person. Like, maybe open it up a little bit more, but not make it, like, total open world. Uh But regardless, this is complete nitpicking. Yeah. I do believe that, like, this was a good game. Yeah. You know, it's not a great game. Yeah. But it's something that I think anyone who's a Star Wars fan should pick up. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's I think it's a. I mean, the game plays nice. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but it is, but it's just hard. I mean, like I was saying, you know, and maybe this is slightly the difference in terms of like playing it on one of those kind of backbreaking difficulties right. uh, and I'm normally not even that big of a person for doing that just wanted to test um, yourself a little bit yeah but I was kind of like well this is a game that's meant to be played this way and like you know I kind of do have a lot of time on my hands so, yeah. so let's give it a shot um, oh yeah
0: it's a great idea to be frustrated when you have a newborn well
1: <laughs> yeah especially because it's like most of my playing time would be like late at night like when Emily was trying to sleep and 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 uh, he's sleeping, you know, and it's like, you're
0: trying not to scream, but it's like, it's that like, like you're like holding your mouth. A lot of that, a lot of that.
1: Um, but shouting to a
0: pillow. Yeah.
1: But, uh, you know, but there was something very satisfying when you would get through a, you know, a a section that was just breaking you down, Yeah, uh, you know, or, or like, you know, beating one of these mini bosses or, you know, different things of that nature. And, And it was, rewarding in its way. Um, and I think the story is good. I mean, some people are like, Oh, like, you know, this does such a great job of expanding on the star Wars lore. And it's like, what? I actually don't, I don't buy that. Have you ever read a book? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I think the books are better and like, you know, it kind of, it does that, I mean it does representation yeah, I mean, it does an expanded universe thing where it almost borders on kind of like we've been talking about like the sci fi versus fantasy like paradigm a little bit today, and it's yeah. like you know I think it starts to push more firmly into that fantasy side of things where you know the the you know we're talking about ancient civilizations and
0: <laughs> that honestly, yeah, like I feel like more than anything else, I felt like <clears throat> gravitated towards the Dark Souls feel of it, like mm-hmm. the the medieval feel, yeah. the, like you said, supernatural almost, mm-hmm. and I think mean that that's kind of what you want. Yeah, and which like, works know, out.
1: Yeah, and like I don't know if you were really big into finding all of like the force echoes and the uh, like trying. the scans and everything.
0: I haven't finished that part out yet. Yeah. I know that like I'm close to like being completely done on one of the bigger planets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I was kind of going for it, but it's like it's also just like this is the other like this, this will be like the last thing I say about it. The map size is almost too much.
1: Yeah, well, I agree. It's like if you could have gone to more places in slightly smaller maps, Mm. you know, if like the, I mean, for the first time, it kind of actually made you feel like, yeah, you're on like a whole planet. You're exploring a whole planet.
0: You have to get back to your ship somehow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think, you know, the the classic example, like literally from the start of the game, because it is early in the game, is like, you, you go to this planet called Zepho mm-hmm. and it's just like half of the battle is like I have no idea how to get back to the ship.
0: <laughs> Basically, you can see it in the distance but like what's the safest way?
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. and like the level design was very challenging in that regard.
0: Which I'm sure was intentional. I mean, yeah. it's like, like we've said it before, this is all about being able to explore the planet and mm-hmm. just, you know, do your best to, you know, really live in the universe and yeah. all this kind of stuff. But again... <laughs> It would have helped if there was some kind of way station. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it just kind of paints this like I think it succeeds almost too much at like making you think like Yeah, it probably actually would suck to live in the Star Wars universe.
0: (laughs) Like just getting from point A to point B, you have to be able to like you know balance yourself on a girder wall, like wall run over here. Oh yeah, by the way, you need the force pull, which will come later. Yeah, because you can force push all day. Yeah, when it comes to pulling stuff towards you, buddy, that's a whole other level.
1: Yeah, (laughs) different experience. I still couldn't get past. But
0: regardless, I don't know. I again, I would say, especially for it being you know the holidays and everything like that. Look into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I. Trust me, it honestly comes with like a very high rec- level of recommendation from me. Yes. But just know the, what you are getting into.
0: Yes, it is. It, it's it's time consuming and it will challenge you, yeah. depending on like what level you play on. Mm-hmm. And even if you play an easy, you're still gonna have a hard time. Like yeah. you, know, you have to learn to parry and whatnot and yeah. do everything right. So just take it with a grain of salt. If you're a Star Wars fan get on it man yeah I really I, w- I would <laughs> yeah, recommend these, it for that. these
1: sense. are as I, as I alluded to earlier these are you know rich times that we're living in <laughs> uh, you know between, between Mandalorian and, and Fallen Order you know both of which deliver in their own ways I mean I you know I think we would be in agreement that we're like we're 100% on board with Mando mm-hmm. Fallen Order is like me 85% maybe maybe even a little less
0: as DJ would say maybe <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah <laughs> Um, you know, and and as and now we're just days away from uh Rise of Skywalker.
0: We're going to be going so to yeah, to finish it out here. Our plan is uh you and I and Eva are going to be going Yes. uh next Saturday, which would be the 21st, I
1: think. I think that's correct.
0: Uh <clears throat> and then we're I know that Sully is now the uh the 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 you know, the the bolt out of place so to speak with our plans as we came up with it and everything, but like uh i don't know if we want to try and do like that night of or the morning after to try and record mm-hmm. our review of yeah. the movie and i think it goes without saying that we're going to try and not spoil a lot but there will probably be a point where we talk about our love of the movie at the beginning and then we'll just stay all right we're going to talk spoilers here thanks for listening and then go on from there. Yeah. And then that honestly will be our last episode for a while.
1: For now. Yeah. For now. I mean, you know, certainly we we have no aspirations of like not doing the show or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like moving on to like something else or whatever. No, I, w- uh, I just want to
0: give you a chance to be a father. Yeah, exactly. And
1: you know, like and this is like baby
0: of me every time <laughs> I'm over here.
1: Yeah. And th- this is a little tough, uh, you know, especially just the, the way that, you know, we, we've made an effort to, you know always do the show live mm-hmm. um you know like live in room and and that is great and wonderful but it also does pose its own and in time yeah yeah and i think it's going to be you know i i would love to have a little chance to you know i i keep saying like oh we're going to recharge our batteries but it's like i have a whole new appreciation for like that phrase when it's just like it's of, i don't sleep much yeah now. you want
0: five minutes just to yourself yeah you'll be fine <laughs> Oh, look, man, in that spirit, like I said, it's, it's going to be good. I'm happy that we've been able to do this for as long as we have, and I'm excited for you and Emily to start this new journey with Sully. We're going to be happy on our side doing our thing. Yeah. Um, I'm hopefully not going to sound as raspy anymore, <laughs> uh, you know, but regardless, I think the plan is just, like I said, we're going to do the review, take, you know, a month or two off or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're going to come back with the very first episode being a follow-up review yes. of the movie. So, we're going to give it time, I think, to simmer. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. Because it, it's going to be like fresh in our minds, mm-hmm. you know, after we saw the movie versus three months or whatever. Yeah. After and seeing I'm it.
1: really like, I'm really excited just for the notion of that. Like, you know, I think it's really easy to kind of look at it one way, you know, when it's just like the pure spectacle of it all. Mm-hmm. And then when you actually get to kind of sit and stew and marinate some of those plot details and. Gah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just
0: gonna be you know. It's like he's. I don't even know. I could try and make a joke, but I'm just too tired.
1: Fair enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in all fairness, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for liking, sharing, and subscribing. Please share us with your friends and family. Uh, please check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, whatever they call themselves anymore. Uh, <laughs> as well as check us out on Reggie's House Podcast dot While you're there, please also check out games in that podcast. Yes. Uh, I know we already said as much as they took a break just because everyone's having babies now except for me. It's baby season, yeah. It's baby season. But... Uh, I'm sure they'll be back on before too long. It's just a matter of them getting themselves settled, and Andrew and Emily on their end, you know, enjoying their new baby. Mm. Uh, Brandon and Hannah, they have yeah, their they, new baby. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so I mean, it's, Rosalie
1: it, came along just a couple months prior to all of this. So. I know it's crazy. <laughs> that
0: you had your baby, and then I found a penny the other day. <laughs> you know, so it's all exciting.
1: Yeah, everybody's got some good news. <laughs>
0: It was from 1910.
1: Exciting times. That's probably worth something.
0: I know. I saw <laughs> it and was like, oh, McClunky. You know, but regardless, you know what? This might be one of the last times I say it for a while. So, But I had a great time. Did you have a good time?
1: It was a boring conversation anyway.
0: I bet it was, buddy. I bet it was.